Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of the Course, who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Bonjour. Bonjour, bonjour. (laughs) Yeah, I'm so happy to join with you. I'm in the Blue Ridge Mountains still, and it is a stunning fall day here. The foliage is gorgeously turning, and uh, I'm so happy to see the nature all around me. I'm so grateful. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, and I'm grateful to pray with you. So let's begin as we always do with a prayer. I invite you to place your hand on your heart as we take this breath of love and gratitude together. So grateful and thankful that love is all that we are. Love is all that we ever could be or would be. So grateful to take this breath and anchor into our heart. And remember, our true nature is perfect love. So grateful to let go of false thoughts and beliefs and to partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self. So grateful to consciously connect and attune with that I am presence, our own higher Holy Spirit self. So grateful. And in this gratitude, we throw ourselves wide open to being the teachers of God. So grateful for A Course in Miracles. So grateful to be led and guided by our teachers. So grateful for the clarity that's revealing itself in our mind, in our heart, in our words, in our conversations, in our relationships, in the very cellular structure of our body temple. We're experiencing more ease, more grace, more love, more joy. So grateful to give up playing small and to find freedom in our heart, in our mind. So grateful to dedicate ourselves to this here and now together, transcending time and space in order to remember the truth that is indeed our liberation. In gratitude, we allow it to be, and so it is. Amen. Amen, amen. Ah. Yes, indeed. Indeed, indeed. Mm-hmm. <sighs> well, <laughs> so one of the things that I have been thinking a lot about and talking a lot about lately with folks is stepping into being a teacher of God. And what does that mean? What are we saying yes to? And are we qualified? And I I can say from my own journey that it took me many years to realize that the biggest block to my, really my happiness, my peace of mind, my feeling that I was answering my call was this belief of unworthiness that is so common among us lightworkers. And so for me, one of the most 
helpful things was really to learn, as you've heard me say a thousand times, if you've been listening to this, all the episodes of this radio broadcast, to really give up the idea that we have to figure out how to have a healing and instead to invoke the Holy Spirit and to let the Holy Spirit lead us and guide us all the way, all of the way. We can do it. And it, it is retraining the mind. This is what Jesus is calling us to in A Course in Miracles. He is strongly inviting us to be in this partnership with the Holy Spirit, which is the higher self, always leading us and guiding us if we're willing. And to give up the, the habitual mind of really thinking we have to figure it out for ourselves that we can't we can't do it and yet there's no one else to do it what i say as you well know is that the holy spirit will do the heavy lifting and it will if we allow it we have to be willing to allow this is one of the most challenging things for the ego to do is to allow it. So that's why we, the higher Holy Spirit self of us, has to put the Holy Spirit in charge. And that's what A Course in Miracles lessons are all about, to not depend upon our own figuring it out, to lean not upon our own ability to understand and to figure things out, but instead to really give over to the Holy Spirit to lead us and guide us. And it feels terrifying to uh, for the ego to listen to the still, small voice. We don't trust it. We don't trust ourselves. But what I have learned is once I made the decision, that's what I'm doing and I am unstoppable because the Holy Spirit is unstoppable, then it began to actually happen. I began to recognize the still, small voice. Why? Because I so desired to hear it. I was willing to stop fearing it and to actually hear it. To stop fearing it and to learn to be hearing it. So... In the Manual for Teachers, which is something that I encourage everybody to read, uh, if you're new to A Course in Miracles, start with the clarif- clarification of terms or uh, the Manual for Teachers. I think that's the easier place to start. And I also encourage everyone who's just starting with A Course in Miracles to read Gary Renard's book, Disappearance of the Universe. And in the Manual for Teachers, Chapter 1, it says, Who are God's teachers? A teacher of God is anyone who chooses to be one. So we have to choose that. Now, I've just come off of teaching my week-long spiritual counseling training intensive. And I'll be announcing the next one, which will be about six months from now in April. So you can start planning for it if if you like. Uh, and I have to say, it's such a testimony to following guidance that I even do the spiritual counseling training intensives. Because I have to say that when I first 
really felt the calling to do it, it felt a little bit arrogant of me. Who am I to be training spiritual counselors? Yes, I'm sharing these classes about everything that I've learned and how much benefit it brings, and and that's going really well. But to be training spiritual counselors, and now I'm moving into training ministers, it it felt initially like, ooh, is there some spiritual arrogance here? But I got so clearly from spirit, people are hungering and thirsting for this level of depth, healing, transformation, opening, and you'll be shown how to do it. And I have to say, I love doing it, in part because... The people who come go so deep with each other and with me. There's such a willingness to let go of the past and to move out of letting the past run our lives anymore. And that's really an important part of being willing to step into this role of God's teachers Now, one of the things that stops a lot of God's teachers is that arrogance that I was talking about. But let me just share with you that at the end of the week-long intensive, and some people came to my Forgive and Be Free retreat before, so they were with me for 11 days, 11 days of nonstop uh, doing this work. and. They said, I, I wish I could keep it going for another week or two. Honestly, I'm, I'm not, uh, I, I, I love it so much. I'd like to keep going. And people so called to be a spiritual counselor or to take their, um, practice as a therapist already, as a psychologist, as a counselor, as a coach. This is what I see. People are so, desiring to add spirituality in a very deep way and to help people even more and their the benefits that they're receiving uh, through doing their own inner work to be more available to spiritual guidance. I mean, that's a large part of what we do, breaking down the ego beliefs. Who am I to do this work? Who am I to say I'm a teacher of God? Who am I to be counseling someone else when I still am having relationship issues, body issues, um, self-medication issues, financial issues? Who am I to be saying I could answer the call to be a support to my brothers and sisters? And what I know is... You, who are you? You are the living, loving presence of God. And you've got a wake-up call. And as A Course in Miracles tells us, all are called. No one is not called. We are all called to be the teacher of God. So is it hubris to answer the call if all are called? No, it's not hubris. It's just good sense because the teacher of God is simply that. It's one who chooses to be one. His qualifications consist solely in this, the choosing and 
somehow, somewhere, the teacher of God has made a deliberate choice in which he did not see his interests apart from someone else's. So what what could that mean? You know, it could mean that you're standing in line at Starbucks and you can see or feel that the person behind you is anxious. Maybe they're in a hurry. And you say to them, you know, I'm not in a hurry. It seems like you might be. If you'd like to go in front of me, please do. Right there. You are not seeing your interests as separate from someone else's. Very simple. Very simple. You pick up a piece of trash on the sidewalk. You're not seeing your interests apart from someone else's. So simple. We're all teachers of God. We're all called. Now it says here, uh, uh, I'm just going to read this because it's so beautiful. It's so, so beautiful. Once he's done that, you've seen, you've made the choice. You've seen that your interests are not apart from someone else's. Once you've done that, your road is established and your direction is sure. A light has entered the darkness. It may be a single light, but that is enough. You've entered an agreement with God even you don't even if you don't yet believe in God. Yes. You've become a bringer of salvation. You've become a teacher of God. And I'm changing the, uh, it's written in, in saying he has entered, uh, he has become. Sometimes I change it that way in reading it. It says, the teachers of God come from all over the world. They come from all religions and no religion. They are the ones who have answered. The call is universal. It goes on all the time, everywhere. It calls for teachers to speak for it. So the call, call is capitalized with a C, capital C. The call is universal. It goes on all the time, everywhere. It calls for teachers to speak for it and redeem the world. So we, as teachers of God, speak for the call in order to redeem the world. This is the thing that uh, one of the main practices that we work on in my Finding Freedom Boot Camp, in my year-long Master for Living course, and in in our our coursework. It's just a, a, a critical part of our relationship work because all my classes have a lot of relationship work in it because that's that's the major issue almost everyone has and. It's one of the best places for us to do our healing work is in how we hold our relationships in our mind. So one of the things that we look at all the time is uh, for the teachers of God, which is what we all are. If you're listening to this, you're a teacher of God too. <laughs> We're all called. Right? The call is universal. It go, goes on all the time, everywhere. Gosh, isn't that great? It's like, there's the good news. <laughs> That's the good news. The call is universal. It goes on all the time, everywhere. So, how wonderful we're answering the call. Thank you, God. Yes. And... 
so in relationship with other people, we're not trying to fix them or change them. No, 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 never. And that's one of the key components to all my classes and my spiritual counseling training intensive. Because if we're looking at anyone and think that they need our help, that they need fixing, that there's something wrong with them, what are we doing? We're affirming there's a problem when, in fact, there is no problem. The only real problem we have is a belief in the problem. So if we're affirming the belief in the problem, ah, let me out. Of course, we're going to be making ourselves miserable. And as I've learned so well from a couple of times my dad saying to me over the years when I was trying to give him some advice that he didn't ask for, and he said, Jennifer, I am not one of your clients. I am not interested in your advice. Now, my dad's asked for my advice many times, but if he's not asking for it, he don't want it. So let me leave him alone. And stop thinking that he's got a problem that needs to be fixed. Nobody likes to be looked at as though they're in trouble and need to be fixed. Ick, 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 ick. So, as a teacher of God, our job is really to see the truth about our brothers and sisters. And in doing that, we are healed. Right? That's the prayer on page 28. The, the, what I call the purpose prayer. I will be healed as I let the Holy Spirit teach me to heal. I will be healed as I let Him teach me to heal. And we don't need to do anything but demonstrate the healing. Yes. And that's the teaching. So it says here, The call is universal. It goes on all the time, everywhere. It calls for teachers to speak for it and redeem the world. Many hear it, but few will answer. Yet, it is all a matter of time. Everyone will answer in the end. But the end can be a long, 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 long way off. See, and that's one of the things that I realized that's been so helpful to me is I realized that the call, uh, answering the call, I could take many, many lifetimes to answer the call. Or I could get with the program and answer it now. And so that's my daily practice is to really root out where am I avoiding the call? Where am I still listening to the ego? Where am I... Not being actively the love of God and truly living a course in miracles. I'd like to see that and know that. It says here, so I can shift it. And how do I shift it? I make an offering of it to the Holy Spirit. Oh, Holy Spirit, look at my resistance here. Good gosh almighty. Some major resistance happening here. So uncomfortable, not enjoying this. Holy Spirit, let me heal as I teach to heal. Show me the way. I know you know the way. I am finally willing to go the way of healing. 
Show it to me, make it plain, help me to understand, take all the misperceptions out of my mind. I'm so done with misperceptions. But you see, if we are thinking a thought that's not true, (coughs) and I'm going to take a sip of my spiritual espresso here. Just, um, just being with spirit here. Sometimes it's just good for me to listen. <laughs> Especially when I'm talking about listening. Yeah, in those moments when we're feeling the resistance, feeling the reluctance, feeling the need to be right, or feeling so wrong, so helpless and hopeless, those are the times when we can call upon the Holy Spirit to do the heavy lifting. It's not easy to believe that everything that happens in our experience is helpful. Course in Miracles tells us that quite clearly in the Manual for Teachers, Chapter 4, in the Development of Trust section. It's not, it's not easy. In, in Chapter 2, Section 5, the Fear and Conflict section, same thing. It's not easy. It's hard to understand. However, We don't have to understand it in order to be willing to operate as though it's true. We do that all the time. I don't understand how my car works, but I operate as though it does. Don't understand it. I don't understand really how the refrigerator works. No idea how that works exactly, but I trust it. I don't know how the air conditioner works either. How does it make the the air cold? I I don't know, but it, it works. How does the TV work? I don't know. How does the computer work? I don't know. I don't know how any of these things work. But I trust that they will work. I believe that they will work. So I've learned to, that I know if I give it to the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit can take it from me and is simply standing at the ready to take from me anything I don't need anymore. The pain, the suffering the hurt, the fear, the doubt, the worry, all of it can be removed. Yes, it's true. It's true, it's true. (laughs) So, it's arrogance that keeps us holding on to it. It really is. So it says here, Everyone will answer in the end, but the end can be a long, long way off. Let's let's not let that continue anymore. Let's let today be the day that we really start giving everything to the Holy Spirit. There's there you can't give too much to the Holy Spirit. Because remember, none of it's real. It's all an illusion. 
So it's not like it's a heavy weight. It feels like a heavy weight to us. When we feel insecure and not enough and frightened, it feels like it's a heavy weight to us. But, nah, not so much. It says here, it is because of this that everyone will answer in the end. It is because of this that the plan of the teachers was established, because it can take a long, long time, rather. The plan of the teachers was established. Their function is to save time. Our function is to save time. Each one begins as a single light, but with the call at its center, it is a light that cannot be limited. Consider that. You, as a teacher of God, are part of a plan of teachers. The call is universal, and it calls for you to speak for it and redeem the world. Your function is to save time, and the call is at the center of the light that you are, which is unlimited. And each one of us, saves a thousand years of time as the world judges it. So what is that? 11 lifetimes? Something like that? 12, 13, 14, 15 lifetimes? To the call, time, it's, it's, to the call itself, time has no meaning. This is a course for every teacher of God. The form of the course varies greatly. So do the particular teaching aids involved. So one person is going to have bankruptcy as a teaching aid. Another person is going to have a flood as a teaching aid. Another one is going to have disease as a teaching aid. Another one is going to have whatever as a teaching aid. Everything is perfectly designed for each of us. Individual. Individual expressions of the curriculum. The form of the course varies greatly. The form of it. But the content of the course never changes. Its central theme is always that God's Son is guiltless. And in his innocence is his salvation. It can be taught by actions or thoughts. In words or soundlessly in any language or in no language, in any place or time or manner. It does not matter who the teacher was before he heard the call. He has become a savior by his answering. He has seen someone else as himself. He has therefore found his own salvation and the salvation of the world. In his rebirth is the world reborn. This is a manual for a special curriculum intended for teachers of a special form of the universal course. There are many thousands of other forms, all with the same outcome. They merely save time. Yet it is time alone that winds on wearily, and the world is very tired now, is old and worn and without hope. There was never a question of outcome for what can change the will of God. Nothing. Nothing can change the will of God. And the will of God is that we will all answer the call and the end of time will come and we will experience the new heaven and the new earth. Yes.
Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace through practical application as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Welcome back. Welcome back. Yes. And uh, I just want to mention something before I forget it. Uh, I'm so glad that I decided to do an extended New Year's Reboot Retreat. Having just done this Forgiven Be Free Retreat and this uh, Spiritual Counseling Training Intensive and Boy, they just, each one is better than the one before. Just everything. It's, it's so wonderful. I feel so blessed. And I'm so glad that I decided to do a five day retreat, four night retreat. And we're doing it right there at Unity Village. Yes. Yes. I do the radio show remotely. Um, and, uh, as you well know by now, probably from wherever I am in the world, call into the, um, control room there. And uh, I'm excited to be at Unity Village. It's been a couple years since I've done a retreat there. And we are going to have a spiritual hoot nanny. We're going to have such a healing and a cleansing. And we are going to let go of the past and step into the best year of our lives. This I know. I'm, I've been feeling it since the summer. So I really encourage you. We've got the early bird price is still on. And uh, payment plans are available. So come join me at Unity Village. It's, uh, I believe it's December 28th to January 1st. Something like that. <laughs> and you can find out all the details at jenniferhadley.com. Jenniferhadley.com. Yes. All right. Hey, also, if you're interested in joining uh, Masterful Living, registration is going to open in November. And uh, as always, I am in, uh, making things better and better all the time. So, yes. Yes, yes, yes. <sighs> so we're back to Teachers of God. Now, one of the... The things that I, I feel stands in the way of many people stepping into their teachership or just even feeling comfortable with being a teacher of God is um, this idea that they would in any way be somehow thought to be smarter, better, wiser than someone else and the true teacher of God really that's that falls away because we recognize the unity and so just as I may know some more things about spiritual counseling than someone else and someone else may know more things about raising a baby than I do because I never did that. Um, it doesn't, none of that makes anybody better than or less than, right? But I can remember very, very strongly uh, years ago that there was a very strong sense of who's more spiritual, who's more... Um, 
yeah, who's more spiritual? And I, I really, one of the things I love about A Course in Miracles is that is not a part of A Course in Miracles, who is more spiritual. I do understand that there are some teachers of God, some teachers who uh, attack other teachers and don't like other teachers, are threatened by other teachers. Um but that's that's life. Uh, teachers of God are human, having a human experience too, and they're working with their ego too. So I understand that. Um, and, you know, just because we've studied something for a very, very, very long time and studied it very, very, very closely does not mean that we're living it. Right? This is one of the things that I felt so frustrated by was I was studying and studying and studying. And I am a good student. And I felt like I understood it all. It didn't feel confusing to me. It didn't make sense to me. I mean, it did make sense to me. What was confusing to me is why if I understand all of this so well, why if it makes so much sense to me and I can talk about it and teach about it, why am I still unhappy? Why am I still afraid? Why am I still being unkind? Why am I still whatever? And I was so grateful to finally clearly see because you aren't committed to living it. You're committed to studying it, but you're not committed to living it. And when I saw that, it literally like was a veil lifted in my mind. Oh, instead of studying it, let me focus on living it. So that's why... Everything that I offer is about living it. Sometimes, occasionally, people are disappointed. They think they're going to be studying A Course in Miracles with me. I'm going to be talking and sharing and connecting about living it, not studying it. I don't study it. Even in this radio show, it's pretty clear I don't study it. It's about really embodying it because that's to me is answering the call that's it right there now what i was sharing with the spiritual counseling training trainees <laughs> at the intensive last week is about clients so i know that many of the people who are listening to this radio broadcast are counselors and coaches and therapists and healers of many kinds. And I've talked with so, so many about that, about uh, building your practice, developing your practice, and about expanding your practice and really being of service to people. And one of the most happy-making things for me is when someone who is a professional, been doing this for years or decades even, uh, working with clients, and they they feel that there's a lot they're, they're missing. 
And through the training, they're able to open so many ways to really perceive Spirit's guidance and to live Spirit's guidance and to share with their clients. And it makes their healing work, their session work, their client work so much stronger. And then it's, I I say that the greatest marketing principle of all time is when Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I draw all unto me. And when I saw that as a marketing principle, I realized that's it. That's my marketing program right there. If I be lifted up, I'll draw others to me. Spirit will send them. The, the light will shine, people will recognize it. And, and that's what it says in that chapter one of the manual for teachers that each one begins as a single light, but with the call at its center, it is a light that cannot be limited. So, and it says, uh, just to finish off the, the, that first chapter on who are God's teachers in the manual for teachers, um, It says here, the world is old and worn and without hope. There was never a question of outcome for what can change the will of God. But time, with its illusions of change and death, wears out the world and all things in it. Yet time has an ending. And it is this that the teachers of God are appointed to bring about. For time is in their hands. Such was their choice, and it is given them. So it was our choice, and it was given to us. Because we, we wanted to bring about the end of time. We, we had a desire to remember our true identity. So we're answering the call, and the call is given to everyone. To everyone, everyone, everyone. Now, in the next chapter that's entitled, Who Are Their Pupils? It says, I I think this is so important for anyone to understand who is a light worker, who is uh, looking to expand their clientele and be of greater service. If you're just looking to have more money and more clients so you can pay your bills, that's going to be a constriction actually, because everyone can feel that. And that's the opposite of, if I be lifted up, I draw all unto me. It's really, you're giving something in order to get something. And in A Course in Miracles, it tells us to have, give all to all. So giving to get is the opposite of give all to all. To have, give all to all. So if I be lifted up, I draw all unto me is part of that to have, give all to all. So in the who are their pupils section, uh, and this again applies to anyone who is any kind of teacher, healer, counselor. Um, it, it really is even, you can even take this and apply it to all your relationships. So just just be with this here a moment. It says, Certain pupils have been assigned to each of God's teachers, and they will begin to look for him as soon as he has answered the call. They were chosen for him because of the form 
of the universal curriculum that he will teach is best for them in view of their level of understanding. His pupils have been waiting for him, for his coming is certain. Again, it is only a matter of time. Once he's chosen to fulfill his role, they are ready to fulfill theirs. Time waits on his choice, but not on whom he will serve. When he is ready to learn, the opportunities to teach will be provided for him. When he is ready to learn, the opportunities to teach will be provided for him. This has been my experience. This is the experience of people who are in my classes who are stepping out as a teacher. That when we're ready to learn, the opportunities to teach will be provided for him. How wonderful. How wonderful. How wonderful. It's such a blessing. It truly, truly is. So, it's all already planned. We don't have to figure out who they are. And we don't have to figure out how to attract them. One of the things for me with marketing is I do feel that part of my responsibility is to be visible, make it easier for people to find me. But one of the reasons why I do things the way I do, where I have guests on the radio show, where I do the Living a Course of Miracles classes, where I'm helping people to find their teacher. Because I for sure know I'm not everybody's teacher. I don't need to be at all. That's, I even just think of myself as people, I'm their friend. I'm sharing. That to me is what teaching is, is sharing. And what I would encourage everyone to begin to do is is to really recognize what it says in that truly helpful prayer, the pur- what I call the purpose prayer. I am here only to be truly helpful. I am here to represent him who sent me. I do not have to worry about what to say or what to do. Because he who sent me will direct me. I'm content to be wherever he wishes, knowing he goes there with me. I will be healed as I let him teach me to heal. You know, it's I, I haven't really had a home in quite some time. I've been traveling around for quite some time. It's not my personal preference. My ego would prefer to have a home. I love decorating. <laughs> I like being in one place. But... I'm following my guidance, and it just wouldn't feel right not to. It would feel awful not to. So that's the thing. You know if it doesn't feel right what you're choosing. If you're choosing what you're choosing in order just to make money, if you're choosing what you're choosing because you want to please someone, Step back from it. Let the Holy Spirit guide you. I'd like to point out one of my favorite sections, the reward of teaching. You know, I'm, I'm getting strongly. I want to save this for next week. All right. I will save that for next week. Let's, let's stay with who are their pupils. Because I feel like there's a lot. I, Boy, can I share on the subject of the rewards of teaching. So, 
In order to understand the teaching learning plan of salvation, I love it when it's so clear, there's a plan. All are called, right? The universal call is happening all the time, everywhere. And there's a learning, teaching plan of salvation. And in order to understand it, it's necessary to grasp the concept of time that the Course sets forth. Atonement corrects illusions, not truth. So what is atonement? Atonement is the awareness that separation never occurred. It's not even possible. So that awareness corrects illusions. Therefore, it corrects what never was. Further, the plan for this correction was established and completed simultaneously. What? For the will of God is entirely apart from time. It's pretty challenging for us to conceive of being outside of time, not experiencing time, that everything would be in the now moment. But as soon as there was the thought of having this experience of time and illusion and separation, the correction and everything was completed simultaneously. It says, so is all reality, excuse me, uh, blah, 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 blah. Further, the plan for this correction was established and completed simultaneously, for the will of God is entirely apart for, from time, right? So the the healing of our mind is not something that takes time. The healing of our body is not something that takes time. We believe in time, so we think it takes time. One of the prayers that we can um, hold is to have the Holy Spirit teach us how to move out of the belief in time and needing things to happen in time, especially healing. It says here, The will of God is entirely apart from time. So is all reality being of God. God, All reality is of God. Therefore, all reality is apart from time. The instant the idea of separation entered the mind of God's Son, in that same instant was God's answer given. In time, this happened very long ago. In reality, it never happened at all. The world of time is the world of illusion. What happened long ago seems to be happening now. Choices made long since appear to be open, yet to be made. What has been learned and understood and long ago passed by is looked upon as a new thought, a fresh idea, a different approach. Because your will is free, you can accept what has already happened at any time you choose. And only then will you realize that it was always there. As the Course emphasizes, you are not free to choose the curriculum or even the form in which you will learn it. You are free, however, to decide when you want to learn it. And as you accept it, it is already learned. So this is the thing for us to realize. I am already free. I am not a body. I am already free. I am not a body. 
I am already free. Holy Spirit, show me that I am already free. Holy Spirit, help me to remember the truth now rather than to seem to learn it or to understand it. Help me remember it and recognize it now. Let me truly represent him who sent me. Teach me how to heal now, now. It seems like it's hubris for us to say, oh, let me learn how to heal and teach how to heal. Oh, let me do that now. I'm worthy. It seems like hubris. It's not. It's hubris to think that we have to meet some standard of the egos in order to be worthy of what we already are, free perfect, whole, complete, liberated. Now, now, now. Oh, let's all move into the now together, right? Let's step into being a teacher of God. I am a teacher of God. My function is to save time. I'm answering the call now. I'm willing to let the Holy Spirit have free Rain in my mind and take everything out of my mind. Every misperception. Let it go. Let it be healed now. I don't have to wait. I don't have to figure out things. I don't have to understand them. I don't have to. That, that's the slow time, time game. Right? That's the, that's why it says here that, um, We can take a long time, a long, long, long time. Yet it is time alone that winds on wearily, and the world is very tired now. It is old and worn and without hope. We're here to bring not hope, but the true reality of our being. Yes. Okay. (laughs) I love it. Thank you for giving me an opportunity to not just talk to myself. Because <laughs> I am so grateful. I'm grateful. Mm-hmm. So we've got the New Year's Reboot Retreat coming up. You can still listen to previous Living a Course in Miracles classes for free. The transcripts are up. The downloads are up. We've got Lots and lots of them. We're transcribing the radio shows and uh, we're doing a great job of getting those done. And, um, you know, I offer daily prayer. We transcribe the prayers every day. You can get the prayer podcast. You can get the radio show podcast. Makes it easy. If you don't know what a podcast is and you'd like some help with it, write to admin, A-D-M-I-N at jenniferhadley.com. Anything we can do to support you. We will. Uh, Masterful Living Enrollment starts November, and it uh, closes, I think, January 9th. First class is January 1st. And, uh, boy, I'm really improving things. We're... I'm, I'm really going all out, uh, looking for, to create more ways to support more people in really doing this inner work. This is going to be an amazing year coming up in Masterful Living. Amazing, amazing. It's extraordinary. And we're creating a ministerial program. 
teacher program, teacher training. And uh, yes, I've got some wonderful things coming up. So stay tuned. When we send a newsletter, uh, check it all out. And uh, thank you, thank you, thank you to all the people who donate to make it all possible because the income from the classes does not begin to cover it. It really doesn't. So donations are essential for us to keep offering more free things. And don't forget the A Course in Miracles app, acimapp.com. And we do have it available for Android. We do, we do, as well as for um, Apple devices, iPads and iPhones. I invite you to place your hand on your heart with me. Take this breath of love and gratitude with me. And let us rejoice that the end of time is on its way. That we're saying yes to our freedom. Saying yes to giving up the struggle. Saying yes to remembering rather than trying to figure things out. We're saying yes to letting the Holy Spirit take all the misperceptions from our awareness. Thank you for tuning in to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Join us every Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. Central for more tools and insights into how to express your beliefs from moment to moment, every day, in every way. A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. This program is brought to you in part by JenniferHadley.com, a global resource providing tools, insight, and support for those seeking to live A Course in Miracles every day in every way. Online at www.JenniferHadley.com. While there, we invite you to visit Jennifer's blog, where you can join with the community of like-minded people who have become Jennifer's prayer partners through her daily power prayer. Like them, you can enjoy this extra support as you come to walk your talk and live A Course in Miracles every day in every way.